This is Good Hope FM News. The a professor of law at UNISA, Jeremy Sarkin, says government should amend the local law regulating, relating rather, to the Rome Statute to which South Africa is a signatory. He says the government should not disregard the statute to suit certain situations. Sarkin was one of the panelists who participated in a dialogue in Cape Town. It focused on the implications of the court ruling against government for ignoring an interim court order that Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir should not be allowed to leave the country when he attended the AUC summit. Sarkin elaborates. So it's clear that uh, if South Africa doesn't want to follow the Rome Statute, even though we've committed to do so, even though we've ratified the treaty, even though we implemented our own law on this matter, then our step is to change the law. We cannot say we're not going to follow our own law. We don't like our law. We have an opportunity to amend it, to uh, remove that particular piece of statute. Also what our courts say is one issue that government and the various organs of our society need to follow. Home Affairs Minister Malusi Kikaba will today meet with the mothers of the two children who were allegedly kidnapped by their fathers. The alleged incidents happened despite the new immigration laws demanding unabridged certificates and written consent from the other parents for the children to travel. The children were collected from school by their biological fathers, allegedly without the consent of the mothers who have full custody of the children. It also emerged that one child's mother was still in possession of the child's passport, raising questions on how he left the country. The department spokesperson, Maitlo Mechwete. We need to also start talking to mothers to be open uh, also at school about who has got custody of the children and who is allowed to face children from school. Uh, in this case, we hear that uh, both the, the mother had a primary custody, but the father had visitation. He did not uh, ask for permission from the mother to live with the children to Egypt. And we note the court decision, and we are waiting for the, uh, for, for the SAPS uh, to refer the case to us if it needs us to, to investigate and repatriate the children from Egypt. An SABC News investigation can reveal that the names of some South Africans who voluntarily surrendered their weapons in 2008 have not been taken off the Central Firearms Register. More than 11,000 heeded governments called to get rid of unwanted firearms. The Black Gun Owners Association claims the Central Firearms Registry is poorly managed. Spokesperson Abios Queles says this means if the firearms that were surrendered land in the hands of criminals, the registered owners may be held liable for the crime. The people who handed in their firearms, they are not safe. They are liable for each and everything that is going to happen with that firearm just because of they've never removed their names from the database of the SAPS. And finally, the International Monetary Fund says Greece needs at least another $55 billion to stabilize its finances. Even before Greece defaulted on its IMF loan on Tuesday, the organization said creditors should offer Greece discounted rates on interest and an extended period for repayment. Andrew Walker reports. 
The IMF has put a figure on the additional financial help that Greece will need, even if it signs up to the proposals put by the creditors. Of that 50 billion euro over three years, the IMF assumes that at least 36 billion will come from the eurozone. If Greece eventually signs up to a programme that has less demanding targets for the government finances or for reforms to promote economic growth, then the IMF says it will need debt relief. None of this will be a surprise to eurozone governments, but further help to Greece is difficult for them politically at home. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.